0: Fresh Art International presents Fresh Talk, conversations about creativity in the 21st century. I'm Kathy Bird, Fresh Art producer. Today, I'm in New York with Franklin Sermons, a curator at the Los Angeles County Museum of Art. We're talking about Prospect New Orleans, an exhibition the size of a city. Six years ago, in the wake of Hurricane Katrina, Curator Dan Cameron launched Prospect New Orleans. In 2011, Franklin was appointed Artistic Director of this year's Biennial. With the citywide exhibition now six months away, Franklin shares a concept that spans decades and oceans. Throughout this episode, we'll feature Fuego, a performance project by Los High Checkers.
1: First and foremost is that the show or the exhibition and the project really began with Dan as a sort of, not reaction, but in the wake of Hurricane Katrina. And I think that that major catastrophic event played so much of a role in terms of the art and discussion around the exhibition at its founding. And I believe that now at this point, further removed, that we can do something quite different. So we are drawing upon a thematic that, you know, includes aspects of New Orleans very specifically, but not necessarily that one event.
0: Franklin introduces the biennial subtitle, one that evokes a very ambiguous sense of place.
1: The exhibition, for me, is um, something that is subtitled somewhere and not anywhere and so there is this very strong focus on that place and it can't be done anywhere else by any means but it is also wide enough to encompass many different ideas and many different places and artists so I'm hoping that that's what rings true and what that's what people are left with
0: that would be considered your curatorial vision or your philosophy that's behind how you're organizing this. Exhibition.
1: Well, the philosophy very much comes out of a research and experience in thinking about these type of biennial exhibitions and how they have been used historically. So I think the approach begins there.
0: Franklin says that books are often where his curatorial projects began.
1: For me, literature always provides a sort of jump-off point. And in this case, you know, I've been thinking about several different epic kind of novels, if you will, because that's what I do, and that's kind of where the approach often begins, and have settled on a book very specific to New Orleans called The Movie Goer by Walker Percy, which takes us back historically, of course, to the late 50s and early 60s. That plays a really important role, and I think that although there are works that span all the way back to the beginning of the 20th century, that our discussion is very much in the here and now
0: The 2014 U.S. Biennial thinks about existentialism, exoticism, and other idiosyncratic ideas.
1: I would say that the moviegoer provides inspiration as a sort of existentialist, discursive kind of text in which things happen very subtly, perhaps poetically, and that the surface of that book is in new orleans but again it could be anywhere else and really at its heart it's about people and how do people see each other so for me visually that relates back to two artists one is paul gauguin and one is tarsila do Amaral, a brazilian artist and there's a conversation between those two that's happening and has to do with how we choose to see each other and i think that's comes out of a reading of the book perhaps With Gauguin, there is, uh, I think, an interesting side where it's trying to find himself in this sort of other, this exoticized other, perhaps. And then with Tarsila, she's trying to define another, as in define what it is to be Brazilian in the 1920s.
0: Franklin talks about a 1928 manifesto that shaped Tarsila's perspective. And introduces some of the 21st century views in the biennial.
1: That relates very much to a manifesto called the Cannibalist Manifesto, or Anthropophagia. And so this idea of eating the other in order to show one's true self. So she's talking about the Brazilian identity around Native, African, European, and it can't be one without the other. So they're coming at these ideas around the other from two different viewpoints, from two different places in the world, from two different cultural experiences. But I think there's something interesting in that dialogue. Moving forward from there, I mean, there are several nodes of sustained thought or interest that artists will address. So you have artists who are interested in crime and punishment, for instance, in a very universal way. Artists who are interested in the South. Uh, In fact, there is a sort of smaller exhibition That is part of the general exhibition called Basquiat and the Bayou, which is very much about the American South, about the Mississippi River and the area. And then there are other ways of addressing that and to think about the Caribbean, to think about South America, to think about Central America, think about Latin America, as a node and not as the margin, but as the center.
0: The Lower Ninth Ward, a neighborhood devastated by Hurricane Katrina, was the focal point of Prospect 1 interventions. I know that Prospect 1 and Prospect 2 as well had a relationship with different communities, like Mark Bradford did a project within a community, and Wangetchi did the project in the house that was missing. And I'm wondering how are the artists working in communities or within mm-hmm. environments this time?
1: Well, those specifically in the past were all in the Lower Ninth work. And we have something going on there, but it's not by any means a central focus of this exhibition. The show will take place in most of the institutional venues, including the Contemporary Art Center, the New Orleans Museum of Art, the Ogden Museum of Southern Art, the Newcomb at Tulane. And and then there are these other positions around the city that artists have been working on for quite some time as far as site-specific projects.
0: Franklin introduces several of the artists, involved in neighborhood projects.
1: There are several of those that are at play one is with uh, duo Los Jai Chackers, another is with the artist Theaster Gates. Another big one is with the artist Glenn Kino. Mary Ellen Carroll has been working on one for a long time, and all of these are kind of spread out. And I think that they are part of the sort of the surprises, the poetry, and uh, things that you know I don't know exactly, in some cases, what we're going to see. And one of the ideas behind that, though, that touches upon I think what you're mentioning of the Lower Ninth Ward past experiences is that there is a concern within this exhibition for leaving something in New Orleans and not just doing a biennial that comes and goes. But for instance, there are a couple of ephemeral works that are gonna change people's lives, like literally like entrepreneurial setups that will allow some people to become entrepreneurs long after the biennial is gone. Another project is to provide Internet into a neighborhood that that doesn't have it which is almost unheard of at this point in the game in this country
0: We talk about the challenges that come with the biennial model among them Sustainability. I'm thinking that just globally the biennial is maybe a problematic platform
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't know It's the circumstance each one is specific to its circumstances support comes from different places and in different ways. I think it's a matter of being able to work from a standpoint that allows for the form to grow and to change and to be dynamic in the way that it relates to its host city. So we are tapping into the cultural life of New Orleans. Like you can't do a show there and not think about music and not think about food. And I mean, these are important aspects of it. And I believe that plays an important role and that those kind of ties are important to sustainability.
0: Where does Prospect fit into the international conversation of biennials?
1: It's a pretty amazing city in terms of its uniqueness, not unlike a Venice. It's a city that has a lot to offer in terms of cultural activity, and it has a lot to offer as a site of disruption in some ways or as a site of interest in terms of American history, in terms of American politics, in terms of right now. And so it has something to offer to a conversation that is not only about contemporary art. It's built into the city and has been situated, at least you know, in the prior exhibitions, as an international biennial that came about in the wake of Katrina, but with an eye on Venice, an eye on Documenta. So that is the foundation that Dan set that I've tried to use as a platform. So I think it can be a really viable voice.
0: Finally, I'd really love to know what you hope to leave behind as your own curatorial statement, so to speak.
1: Just one good show that people want to see and that makes people experience that city more. And I think that with the mix of artists that we're working with, that people will be really, really curious about coming to see the exhibition and that the platform provided is one that honors the place in which it takes place while also opening up a dialogue or a conversation with everywhere else. So I hope that's what people are left with.
0: Thank you for spending time with me, Frank. Thank you very
1: much. I appreciate it.
0: You've been listening to Fresh Talk with Franklin Sermons. Visit our site to read about Franklin's project in New Orleans and hear more fresh talk. Please add to our conversation on Facebook and send your tweets to Fresh Art, I-N-T-L.